three, two, one. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome to 321 Liftoff. My name is Wayne Belden, and I'm the president of Belden Communications, publisher of the Space Coast Fun Guide and SpaceCoastFunGuide.com. And we'll be bringing you 321 Liftoff every week, talking about tourism in Florida's fabulous Space Coast. With me are your hosts, Pete Lynch, known as Promo Pete, the director of business development for the Space Coast Fun Guide and SpaceCoastFunGuide.com, and Bonnie King, former Deputy Director of the Space Coast Office of Tourism, as well as past President of the Florida Film Commission. Pete, Bonnie, we are thrilled to have you both as co-hosts of 321 Liftoff. Hey, welcome to another tourism conversation on 321 Liftoff, and where we would discuss tourism and all things fun. And today, we have two very special guests from the American Space Museum here in Titusville, and we're also broadcasting live from the uh, from the museum. And um, we have Karen Conklin, who is the executive director, and we have Mark Marquette, the museum's community liaison, as well as host for their web series called Stay Curious, which we're going to be talking about. But before we start our conversation with them, joining me today is my co-host, Pete Lynch, better known as Promo Pete. Good morning. Good morning, Bonnie. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here <laughs> in, in one of my favorite places. I, I have a... this. American Space Museum is near and dear to my heart. Um, they've been very good to me and my family, and I, I do love it here. Um, but I have to say that I've been watching uh, Mark's web series, Stay Curious. And uh, yesterday they were live from uh, Space View Park for the launch mission to Mars, which we're going to be talking about, which is absolutely amazing. Um, so I'll be interested to hear more about the live web series that Mark is so passionate about. But also joining us today is John Belden, the Vice President of Belden Communications. How are we doing, John? Sounds so official, doesn't it? It is official, <laughs> man. We're here. You're, you're, an, you're an important guy. I, I finally, uh, 38 years yeah. almost, I'm finally getting some important roles here. Uh, no, I, I love the fact that we're here in, in the American Space Museum uh, doing our podcast. It's always fun to go on, on site. Uh, seeing all the exhibits that we walked and passed uh, on the way to the room here, it really makes an impression. This, this, this museum actually celebrates the workers who gave birth to the space age, and I myself, I'm particularly interested in the astronomy programs they offer for the kids because my, my son's five, my daughter's 11. Uh, they're, they're little astronauts in, ma in the making, so they, they're, they're excited. <laughs> and they could be. And they, they could be. Let me tell you, you, you tell your kids, you, you have children, you tell them they can be anything they want to be. And uh, obviously, every child wants to be an astronaut. And when you come through here, you see the, the astronaut outfits. It's like, that's where it starts. Here we go. So. Yeah, but the, hey, the ranger programs that you all have here at the American Space Museum offers a lot to both children and to the adults. I mean, it's vast. It's challenging. Very, very inspiring. So with that, we want to welcome Karen Conklin and Mark Marquette. Karen, let's start with you since you're the executive director of the museum. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and, and your role with the American Space Museum? Well, my background, I don't know. Um, I think the biggest thing I can tell you is I grew up on the Space Coast here, and I've just loved everything about space. Uh, I love everything about what we're doing. I love my community. So you're one of our space cadets, where yes. you're saying you grew up space? Yes. Love it. Yep, I'm here. Yeah, so now you're doing what, what you're doing what you love. You've got a passion for space. Exactly. Isn't that nice to be in a in a in a position like that? Well, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, exactly. When you're doing right? something fun, right? Yep. 
Yeah. Yep. You wake up and then they go to work and you have fun. Right, Mark? Isn't the same thing with you, Mr. Community Liaison? Well, thank you, Bonnie. It is a privilege to be here. Glad that you came to our museum. Um, I have no memories of not having a telescope or being crazy about astronauts since I was eight years old growing up in Finley, Ohio. Mm-hmm. In fact, I had a conversation uh, the other night with my 84-year-old mother up there. <clears throat> and, you know, you start talking things that you wouldn't normally because their time's about to go and she's okay health. But I said there's one gift that is the best gift that anyone ever gave me, and that is that telescope you bought me, yep. that J.C. Sears telescope when <laughs> uh, I was eight years old. I had one. They're awesome. And uh, she cried, yeah. you know. I said, I said, without a doubt, you know, look what I'm doing now, Mom. You know, yep. I, I tell you, you know, call you up and, you know, uh, involved with this uh, museum is just an amazing thing, and I thank Karen. Karen and I met three years ago. Three years ago, right? <clears throat> I was a reporter, not a reporter. Uh, I've got a news career and a sales career, and I wrote for 22 years a column on astronomy and space. Nice. So visiting down here, I saw the museum, really fell in love with it uh, from Upper East Tennessee, Johnson City, and uh, we said, I said, I'm writing a story about this place. Uh, sat down with her for two hours. Yeah. And uh, I hadn't even moved yet, and I already made agreed to be the astronomy volunteer. Right. And it started out like one day a week being a docent, and today I couldn't be happier representing this museum. Before, that before is, his uh, first week, he was here three or four uh, days already. So. And, <laughs> and I got to tell you, you, you chose a, a gold mine because you, you're all over the community, and the fact that you are so passionate about what you do, that just is another reason that you know when, when visitors come in here, they, they have to see what Mark is so passionate about. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, exactly. it, it's, it's incredible. Well, the other, you know, you have a lot of, Things here at the museum that are given from employees that worked there for many years. So you have a lot of those artifacts. And then things from NASA. So can you tell us a little bit, if a visitor comes in here, what are they going to see and what are they going to experience? Well, what they see, um, we've been described as like a boutique Mm -hmm. uh, kind of museum, uh, kind of small. But we have things in here that you don't even have in Smithsonian. If you go and visit our Mercury Gemini Gallery... The hatch that blew up, you know, uh, for the Mercury Atlas one that blew up sixty years ago, 60 yesterday. Years ago, yesterday, yes. yesterday. Wow. We have it hanging. We have in the, the hatch, and that was part of your show yesterday. I would like to say that's why we planned this show today. Because <laughs> we knew that. We knew that. <laughs> we, knew that as well. we were just waiting yes. for you to bring that up. Yes, yeah. Well, I had, we, that, I had yeah. that ESP thing going on. Yeah. Um, we have the button that launched John Glenn on his inaugural launch. Wow. Uh, there's only one of those hatches, and there's only one of those buttons, yeah. and they're here in this small uh, museum. Right here in Titusville. Right here I love in it. Titusville. Right. I love that. I love the fact that because people will go to the Kennedy Space Center and they'll take the tour and they'll do what they'll do that. Then they'll think, well, what is this? Why should I go there? So this is good <laughs> right. to know. Right. Oh, and it's very interactive, which is great. Yes. Um, and and affordable. My goodness, it's very affordable. Well, going back to the interactive, when mm-hmm. I first started with the museum seventeen years ago. We had, um, I I saw a mother with a child walking through the museum, and she kept tugging the little arm saying, don't, don't, don't. And right then it was, why would I want to come to a museum at five Mm -hmm. or ever go back to a museum if all I hear is no and don't? Mm -hmm. And so right there we decided we would have touched things. We would be more uh, intimate in our uh, telling of the stories and and making it, 
just more friendly so that little people have that opportunity to <laughs> fall in love with space and want to be an astronaut. So my wife call our kids tiny humans. Tiny people, <laughs> yes, little people. Yeah, so it's, it's great. Well, well that's, it. what, that's what got me interested was I knew a lot about space or thought I did before I came here, of course. And uh, everything here uh, is really kind of one of a kind. But right. uh, Karen has insisted that there, the story be told about it. It has to tell a story. It has to be something. And I can't tell you the number of people we've had in here that see their picture on the wall from right. 40 years ago. Um, there's a tears. machine in our – there's a, uh, uh, a couple men uh, I've seen just, just – just uh, welling up in tears, looking at this machine he worked on in Complex Thirty Six, and yeah. and his pictures on the wall, and that guy named John, John Borline, and uh, that's what really got me was this is a unique museum. I've been in over fifteen space museums in the country, uh, all east of the Mississippi, and this is such a unique place because it celebrates the workers, and you hear about the astronauts, mm -hmm. and that's great, but the workers that 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 lived in the Titusville area, paid their bills, went to buy cars and homes and all that stuff. Those are the people that are my national treasures that we really value here at the museum. I am one of the few, being an amateur astronomer, that is, wasn't involved in the space program. So it's just like Christmas every day for me to come here and learn and see things. <laughs> what I think is really great about the museum is that it really is for all ages. You mentioned yes. you mentioned the five-year-old. So I brought my daughter, Emma, here. She, she was eight at the time, I guess now. And she had a great time. She loved everything that's in here. I'm in my 40s. I had a great time. Mm -hmm. um, I sent my aunt and uncle here, Kevin and Jerry, and they came and they loved it. So really, it, it, it doesn't matter what age you are to come here. There is something for everyone. Um, the the female um, exhibit you have with the, the you women's know, the, gallery with the women's important. gallery guys yes. it, you know we'll we'll get more into that but there's so much here doesn't matter what age you are um, this is a stop that you need to make if you're coming to the area and not only that but with all the activity and with all the pictures you have great photo opportunities here oh, yes oh yeah which is yeah. amazing I like that yeah we talk about that in the social media era that we are right. in today if if people want to put a picture on the Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever it is they have a lot of opportunities here and some really cool. Not see. only that, Bonnie, but Karen can talk for an hour about the production crews that have been in here, particularly the 50th anniversary of Apollo 11, and you've been involved with some of that, Bonnie. That this is the this is the uh, the best setup you can get right. outside of Kennedy Space Center. So it is. It, you know, it's interesting when we, we when we worked with production companies. Um, yes, they would go to the Kennedy Space Center, but a lot of that stuff that they were doing. You know, they don't get to get that hands-on like they do here. Exactly. So this is this is so important for people to be aware of when our visitors come here that they can see that just like what we're talking about, that you can see it up close, touch, personal, et cetera. So it's definitely an expansion of what you see um, if you do go to the Kennedy Space Center and you have this opportunity. Well, what I've always um, described the museum as is that Kennedy Space Center is big, and it gives you the great big overall – uh, story of the space program mm -hmm. and there's a lot of uh, wonderful interactive things and it's 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 a perfect place to go but what we do is we bring you closer in mm -hmm. so you you hear the stories of the workers you get to touch the things that the workers touch you get to uh, immerse yourself you know somewhat into that experience right and, and sitting by that control center at, is amazing sitting yeah. at yeah, yes control panels yeah yep you can picture the history 
I can. Yeah. I can. And, and they can take your picture sitting in history, too. <laughs> and and they have awesome. some amazing yep. volunteers, too, that will tell the story of what actually happened and how it actually yeah, worked. Yeah, how cool is that? So right? it's not that you just come in and you see something that's really cool, and you're like, all right, that launch control panel is really cool. But then when the, the volunteer comes over and says, well, this button right here. Right. <laughs> and this is what this guy's job was solely to lift this button right here. Mm-hmm. And right. those stories and, and getting to hear how the, the rockets were actually launched and the shuttles were actually launched. That's And, that's and, and that, by like, people I, that excited. were there. Yeah, the yeah, people say, that were there. Your volunteers were actually doing Yeah, your this. volunteers right. were the, the, the past people so that cool. even used to work they at the, the Space workers. Center. Right, right. And the two things that I mean, you that you well, not two things, but the thing that you have in common, the major is the patriotism. Mm-hmm. Oh, really, yes, yes. I mean that to me is so important, and I feel it every time I come either here or to the Kennedy Space Center. Exactly. Yep. So, so uh, we talked about some of the exhibits that we had in here, and I, I mentioned you know the women in space, which I think is awesome. Can we talk a little bit more about that and what somebody would see when they come into to that room, and then and then some of the other things that we have here in the museum that people can see as well. Right. The Women's Gallery um, came about because we were participating in a Smithsonian Museum Day. And um, Nick Enix, our uh, collections manager, who's just brilliant, uh, he and I sat down and talked about what we'd like to see. And this particular year, it was women making history. And so women making space history. Oh, come on. It's, it was right. a no-brainer to go in that direction. Right. Mm-hmm. Nick took... Uh, did uh, panels of all the women who've flown. There's over 65 women who've been, you know, wow. launched from either here or around the world. That's a big number, and I don't know it's if people realize number. that 65. That's you know, right? There's there's a couple that are notable that people remember, but 65, 65. That's great. And that's from around the world. I mean, and 50 every, of them are Americans. 50 of them are Americans. Yep. Yes, great. and um, what I really thought was. Brilliant on his part is underneath the very first, their photo, the very first line tells you what these women did before they became an astronaut. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And this is for young people, especially little girls, to walk in and say, oh, I could have been, a, I can be a teacher and go to space. Yeah, that is, I can be an yep. engineer I love and that. go to space. I could be a doctor and be an astronaut. Yep. So it... Um, it's encouraging. It's encouraging, but this this display was supposed to only be up for a couple of months. And we had such overwhelming love for what people were seeing in this display, in this gallery, that we just couldn't take it down. Yeah. That was supposed to be our revolving display. <coughs> right. And that revolving display has been up over, what, two years? Yeah. Three years now? And I don't see it coming Three down. Three years in September, we had astronaut Mike McCulley come. Right, he came and um, was part of that. Karen, tell the story about you watching on our security monitor. I was just monitors. getting ready okay. to. I was watching on the security monitor, um, and I noticed this young woman walk in and fall. Hmm. So I get up and I run from the office. Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? She had landed on her knees. And I, you know, first thing I'm thinking is, oh, no, I'm going to have to. Something's wrong with her. Right. She was overwhelmed, and she hit her knees when she walked in that room. Are you serious? Oh, wow. I'm was, getting chills right now. I know, oh, guys. I have goosebumps like too right now. And she was so apologetic, and I said, no, don't apologize. I just want to make sure you're okay. And she was like, no, this this is just blows my mind. I it's cannot beautiful. believe you know, that this many women and that you're honoring them this way. You see That's them all so, on the wall and right. their missions. and missions. Uh, some, they're just such extraordinary people. I love sharing that these 65 women represent 565 humans who've gone to space in 68 uh, years since Yuri Gagarin. 
58 years, uh, 1961. And that seems like a small number, you know, in a way. Uh, but uh, I say these people are uh, 565 astronauts in the whole history of the world, you know. That makes brain surgeons a dime a dozen. Everybody <laughs> in the community's got them. Wow. Yeah. But they're not brain surgeons. They're people who are they're smart and intelligent, but they have gone through extraordinary training become this. So only a handful of, of human beings ever been trained to be astronauts. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's less than even a thousand because you know, wow. some of them washed out. But that's what I like emphasizing. And today the astronaut corps is uh, well over a third women. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, we some Karen can tell you stories about some of them, how they've come in here. We got Kathy Thornton, Space Walker, four missions. She brings kids she, down here from Charlottesville, uh, Virginia. Virginia. Right. And she uh, where she teaches, she, I think she just retired, and uh, we've got her flight suit that she gave Karen, her right. blues, That's awesome. her blues on a mannequin right. in there. So uh, cool. She uh, asked, "What can I do for you?" And I said, "Well, we have mannequins with men, men, men. I'd like to represent women. If you know where I can pick one of these up, and the next thing I know, we have her flight suit in the mail." That's awesome. yeah. That's that so is. She yeah. So we're supported. Yeah, I grew up down in South Florida, and the middle school, the local middle school, was Krista McAuliffe. Middle, yes, or, you right, know, middle right. school. So when I came up here, obviously that's a big thing for me, and I wanted to go in to see something about her. When I walked into this room, actually I had my daughter with me, I was completely overwhelmed that, one, so many people had been there. But the, the way that you display it and everything that's in that room is, is really cool. And, of course, we're in the era right now, right now with this COVID going on, and right. I know that you guys um, – you are going to be open, what, in September? Hopefully, yeah, September we're looking to open. And then um, you also have schools during the year. Schools come in from all over to come in and get educated here. So I'm hoping that we're going to be able to continue to see that. I know that we're in a different time, and, and I know that you guys are taking all the precautions that are necessary so that when you do open, you'll be ready for the visitor to come. But the education of the children and what you guys do, like the astronomy programs right. that you have, maybe we can talk a little bit about some of those educational programs that you do for kids. Well, we had uh, STEAM Saturdays. Uh, then everybody was doing STEAM, and now kids get STEAM in school. Uh, so, well, maybe you led the charge on that. Yeah. There you well, go. That's you guys. We'd never heard. I'd never heard of it before, and this is back early, you know, uh, 2014. And now everybody does some kind of STEAM program. Well, we turned around, and there'll still be the same types of uh, activities. But we're calling it uh, Mad Science Saturday. I like it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's Hello, good. I'm, yeah. You know, you want to be a, a mad scientist. Of course. There you go. Uh, so that's going to be the program we'll have once a week. I want to wear that that doc thing from Back to the Future. Oh, right, right. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> we'll right. make it happen. That'd be great. Uh, we also do. Um, I'm I'm very big on um, working with the community and other museums and uh, other organizations. So we have a program that we do during the summer. We may end up. Uh, in the winter, because we didn't, weren't able to do it this year, we work with the fire department and the police hall of fame. Nice. Uh, so we call it um, Heroes of Steam. Uh, they come here for a day. They build rockets. They go out back at the yard back here, and we launch rockets that go over a hundred feet. Wow! Oh, that's oh, fun. Very cool. That's right? fun. They have a blast. Let's uh, do it. Can only the kids do that? Because you know, <laughs> yeah, right? I kind of want to play. Let's have a competition. I love like it. Then, then we go the next day. They go to the fire department where they meet the firemen. They um, 
you know, look at their clothes. They go out and have activities running around in the yard. And then the third day, they go to the Police Hall of Fame, mm -hmm. where they have an apartment there. And they set up, they learn about fingerprinting. And they set up a crime scene, oh, wow. and the kids go through and they solve the crime using. Oh wow! It's like an interactive clue or one of those. Yeah. Type of exactly. Things. So the cool. only complaint that we got out of the whole thing were the kids were angry that it wasn't longer. Oh, you know, it was nice. like, can we come back? Can we come back? And it was. You, you, you know something else, uh, kind of different direction, but that you have. You you tell a story that I love. Is these remember the letters that you're telling me about? How the students wrote you the letters? Oh. Uh, yes, for the uh, Columbia. Yes. Yes. We uh, were at another location, and I had a group coming from Israel, a group of students. Okay. So back in a box in storage, I had found, or we would come across some letters. And so I pulled these out, and I borrowed a Israeli flag and some other things to let these students know that we honored their astronaut Which is as great. well. Yeah. So I was back in the office, and you know, after I'd met the children, and they're call, um, you know, hear my name being called, and I come out, and all of these kids that are in a junior high are crying, uh, you know, junior high, high school age group, and and oh, Miss Karen, Miss Karen, they found their letters. Oh wow! Isn't that cool? <laughs> Again, chills. So, nice. So they ask, "Can we touch?" And I'm like. Darling, you wrote this. Yeah, stuff, that's right? yours. And they were laughing, and you know, and, and tears, and and holding their letters up. And then I have a beautiful framed um, photo of the kids, very and cool, saying thank you. And I so, mean, that is so cool. And from that moment on, uh, we've displayed those letters. And and on the same token, you, you know, you seem to make a lot of kids cry. Uh, I, but, do, <laughs> I do. I do. But love it, it's it's great. It's crying with tears passion. of joy. Man. Tears, tears of joy. joy. It, it, just hearing that. I mean, I've heard that story so many times, but I still every time I hear it, I get chills. Yeah. And then what you were just telling us a few minutes ago about the woman who dropped to her knees just because it hit her with such emotion. Right. And that's what you get when you come here. It's it's mm -hmm. a it's a it's a, a great experience that like no other for sure. Now you guys mentioned memorabilia that people can come and see when they're here but i also know that you guys host a memorabilia auction yes. um that you do to raise funds and that people um, can sign kind of you know their their stuff that you that helps you make money so i watched some of the items that you had in your last auction and i absolutely could not believe that some of these things were even available to the public um, so I, I know you have another auction coming up or another auction being planned. Can, can you tell um, our listeners about these auctions? Because you have a chance to own some real pieces of space history, guys. Well, sure. You want me to talk? Well, okay, but these are all things put on consignment. Yeah. So. Uh, first of all, uh, Karen's got a great team and someone that's been part of this team uh, as a volunteer Chuck Jeffrey, become our collections analyst. He's got 30 years of memorabilia collecting uh, uh, since he's in his 20s, and uh, she had him doing uh, appraisals and so forth we hope to get back into. So we know the value of this stuff, and uh, we keep two of everything that comes in the door. One, uh, keep it off-site if we keep it on-site, so we got backups. If a hurricane would wipe us out, yeah, mm -hmm. don't say that word anymore, right? right. right. No, no. <laughs> but, That's smart planning. No, uh, but the things, uh, when he does appraisals... People will not just want to know how much your items are worth. Mm -hmm. um, they will consign them through the museum. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, where we get the items to put up for the uh, 
for the auctions. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's like a personalized yeah. antiques roadshow or something, yeah, right? It is. Well, I have this button. <laughs> I think yeah. too that and they'll tell you the history yeah. of the button. Yeah, it's great. I think that would be great to get uh, Chuck to... Film some yeah, have maybe, Chuck maybe do a that show. Could, maybe uh, that could be September. A, stay curious show. or yeah, something right? like that. Invite people yeah. to come in and 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 see what they have because people right. have these things that they don't know. Oh, that'd be and, awesome. And yeah. I mean, and you now if you guys happen to get one day like a rover that you want to consider, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? I'd love to have a rover. But guys, awesome. they had they had autographed pictures of many astronauts who are not around. Uh, Neil Armstrong was on there. Krista right. McCullough, right. who we mentioned earlier. Those are the two uh, big ones. Three grand. For either one of their autographs all day long. Really? $3,000. Yep. Wow. But Two not to three. That this is for um, auction, but talking about people not knowing what they have. Uh, they What just came in and that red manual? Yes, we had uh, somebody donate. You can donate stuff and give it to us. Right, right? that would be awesome. All right. Yeah. But if you need the money, we'll give you 80% on the dollar. Right. Okay. And then we put a 20% buyer's fee on it. Right. The magic word we haven't said here is... Nonprofit. Nonprofit, right. We are a 501c3 nonprofit mm-hmm. and uh, a proud Brevard County nonprofit. Yeah. And uh, uh, so this is a significant way that we, Karen, found to raise the money that we need to keep our place open. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a, uh, uh, we've become very powerful, not powerful, we've become very, we're one of the top five auction houses for the space memorabilia right. now. That's great. And, and this is our, 13th auction coming up September 12th and uh, so we're trying to do them every quarter uh, and we do have a lot of stuff and uh, people are happy to get the big checks we sent a few serious checks out to people 30 grand and so forth I'm gonna go through Uh, my garage see what I have uh, exactly you don't know but what come in in a, a public brown paper bag was the 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 egress uh, uh, procedures from an Apollo command module. Mm. All right, that was not that was used for the fateful fire in 1967. Right, and oh, this wow. is uh, right. Chuck said uh, when it came through the door. Of course, we were going to keep it in our collections because they're so rare. It's it's like the the holy oh, grail of all the documents out there. Wow. It's this egress procedure on an Apollo spacecraft from November 66. The fire was January 27th, 67, and. Um, uh, Chuck said, I know someone will write a $30,000 check for that right now Today, as I'm right. talking to him on the phone. And so, uh, <laughs> in a paper bag, it came in. Yeah, they had no clue what they had. Uh, the along with, uh, they knew what they had, but they don't know the value of it. And this is a gentleman wow. that, you know, wants to, wanted to donate it anyway. But it's so, amazing. like, every day's Christmas, these boxes come through the door. Of course, we were not doing that, but right now, but every, I was amazed. Every week, five or six people come in. My dad died. He's a, contractor at nasa my mom worked for boeing here's her stuff we found in the closet that, that goes and, back uh, to our community uh, how great it uh, is too yeah. sometimes you get my wife wants this out of the house <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where my does wife somebody, wants me out of the house <laughs> where can you go where do they go to see what's on the auction item like what website do they go to uh, in uh, value invaluable.com but you can go to our website, and, and all the links website. are there. So yeah. when you say our website, what America, is your website? AmericanSpaceMuseum.org. And at the top a strip of everything is events and pull down the events. And you can also look at past auctions right. and drool over things that, that right. you wish you could have. Guys, right I, I would take the time to go back and look at the past auction. I, I tell you, it's just... It was it was just cool looking at the things that were on there. Invaluable uh, is the is the house that we use uh, okay. to right. uh, funnel right. stuff through, and uh, yeah, it's it's taken Karen, you know, about eight or nine auctions and her team to get it down exactly the way we want it. And right. 
she's actually dedicated a room in the museum for it because it's so important. Yeah. We can't have any mistakes of pe- things being shipped wrong or that sort of thing. So we're very focused on this now, and that's something that I'm happy to be a small part of the three years I've been here because we've got a great team uh, that uh, helps manage that. So, But what? we couldn't do it without Chuck and his knowledge. And, oh, no, he's, and uh, he's, he's he, he pulls Obi-Wan. in all of the other... Yeah, I call him my Obi-Wan because I handle eBay. <laughs> okay, yeah. And uh, she teases me about about it. But, uh, you know, the guy knows his stuff. And there's a man named Ken Havocott that's very famous on Merritt Island, has done, done this all his life. And uh, this is an important part of what we do. And I get passionate about and getting goosebumps that we are preserving the birth of the space age. Yes, that's great. And, and you know, uh, it happened in my lifetime. And a hundred years from now, I want people to be looking at these artifacts, as Karen does, like you're looking at a Civil War hat or or gun or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, uh, you know, we're we're, we're getting there. We're poised very well when this pandemic's open to uh, show people uh, things that have changed. Uh, Two new galleries here Karen will talk about and uh, just a whole... From, from one end to the other of the building, our collections manager, Nick Enix, and everybody's just helped uh, get this place better. Got to give a shout out to uh, Dan, uh, right. Dan McCune, our facilities manager, and, uh, 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 and our IT guy, Bruce Jacobs, uh, just tireless, uh, passionate volunteers. There's so many of them like me. That's great. You guys have a good team. Right. So... All, all this talk about all this memorabilia and all these things has me staying curious. All right. See what I did there? That's a beautiful See what I did there? So uh, <laughs> a couple of months ago, um, Mark was telling me that they wanted to get the word out and um, on, on everything that they do here and talk about the space program. And he came up, or you guys, your team, came up with a program called Stay Curious. And it's on Facebook. And you can find it on the American Space Museum's Facebook page every day at 4 o'clock. And this started out, I believe, as as a way um, <clears throat> kids were home, and you know they wanted to show them um, some cool things. And and you talk about everything that's happening, and it has truly blossomed into one of the most exciting things to look forward to watching every day. Um, so this they, they go live on Facebook from this room that we're sitting in right now, and they talk about space. So uh, can you tell us, Mark? Mark Q. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's his stage Hollywood. name there. Yeah. So can you tell us about the Stay Curious program and let people know how they can watch that? Because I, I think you're doing an amazing job, and I'm, I'm really proud of how that has blossomed over well, th- the months. Thank you. That means a lot, coming from Promo Pete, for sure. <laughs> that's it. Um, well, i gotta, I got to tell you this story, that uh, some people sing in the showers. And <laughs> Karen and I found out that we think in the shower. Okay. Now, not the same shower, anybody. We don't, <laughs> yeah. uh, don't start any rumors here. <laughs> <It's a disclaimer. laughs> but uh, uh, we'd come in, and uh, two years ago, Karen and I were really putting together a plan with the board, a strategy and so forth uh, uh, for the nonprofit and uh, using my 30-year sales skills and, and the board on board with that. So she's always coming in, oh, I took a shower, and I was thinking of this and so forth. And I'm going, yeah, okay. And we call it th- also throwing spaghetti against the wall. We sure. see what sticks. Right. And uh, I've been in sales a long time. I'm not offended. In the news business, too, you got to take constructive criticism to get better. So one day she says, I go in there, and she goes, Mark, I was in the shower, and I had the idea of rebranding our museum with Stay Curious. And I'm going, oh, okay. 
Yeah. Grabs and, you quick. And it just it hit me like a bolt of lightning. And, uh, uh, you know, I think that's a good uh, thing, I said. So we started the year with a celebration series right. yeah. that every month we were going to celebrate what was on the, the calendar. Like we had a Black History Month celebration in February. We were going to do women in, in, uh, in the space industry, that get the first thing that got canceled. Of course, we'd be doing a Apollo landing this month and on and on. And I've talked with you people here about we wanted to do a masquerade ball. Yeah, in uh, October. That would have been so much fun. And so Pete and and other people that uh, I know at the Cocoa Beach Chamber of Commerce and Titusville Chamber, they were really on board with this. And, and well, so when she said the Stay Curious thing, I'm thinking, well, that's what we could call. Just do a few artifacts with my cell phone, and I don't know how to do it yet, but I'll give it a try. And, uh, well, this worked. It did. is, and, and it started uh, out using the cell phone. Yeah, yeah, watched it evolve. And it was basically, um, we want to keep our museum in the forefront somehow, mm-hmm. so that when we do reopen, that people will think of us first. Mm-hmm. You know, we we got to go to that museum. So it really was just an artifact a day, five minutes, mm-hmm. whatever. Mark, you're great. You're yeah. great in front of a camera. Go for it. Yeah. And now it's turned into... 20 minutes, right? No, longer. Well, longer. We've had uh, astronauts for over an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they and thank them so much for giving I'm us Trying to time. keep it 20 minutes. I'm right, sure I'll right. hear from our <laughs> board that I'm yeah. running a little long at times, but... Uh, but uh, as long as they're... The Listen, to they, give you they, time. I I watch them, and and you know, four o'clock again is when you guys come mm-hmm. on, and and I, forty five minutes to an hour goes very fast. Yeah, it, when, it does. When you're, when and, you're uh, enthralled in the subject matter, and and you do a very good job of keeping people entertained, of keeping people interested, and moving along, and uh, yeah, I think I. Like Pete said, Promo Pete, you, you've done a heck of a job. Well, thank you. Kudos to you guys. Yeah. You, you guys had a great one with one of the astronauts from Apollo 13. Yeah, Fred uh, Hayes. Fred Hayes was, was awesome. And I actually went back and watched that one twice. And I guess the, the biggest kudos I could give you is if you watch it one time and it's interesting, that's cool. But if you can go back and watch it again, you know, I showed it to my wife and kids. And that really showed that, you know, it is good because I I was I, I knew what was coming and it was mm-hmm. still exciting to to see to it. So it, right? you, you've you've really done some great things. I just want to tell you that I'm proud of of where how that's evolved and it, it really is a must must watch. So guys, um, four o'clock Monday through Friday, please head over to their Facebook page and check it out. Um, and you can also go on their page and watch the previous ones because they're all on right, there. Mm-hmm. All on um, so yeah, you can go back and and watch all the shows. And another great thing you guys are doing, and I'm sure you realize this already. Is because you're creating such a, a um, an inviting environment. You're creating tourism in this area for not just yourselves, but the businesses around here in downtown Tysville, which is you know they need that. And so it's it's great because you're 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 a global attraction, and what you're doing is is very very valuable. So we are yeah. a global attraction. Yep. That, that's, that's a good right. point there, John. That yep. uh, we uh, uh, it's amazing to me. Uh, Probably about twenty percent of our visitors are from around the country, from around the world, around the world. Around the world. Uh, mm-hmm. a lot of England, a lot of uh, Germany, uh, Japan. Uh, we miss our Japanese friends. Uh, uh, tell them about that group that comes here regularly. Uh, there's a group called um, Japan, Florida, and they go over and bring school groups. Okay. So we will have probably seven or so school groups throughout the year. Uh, from kids from Japan and ranging. Talk about the memories that they get to take back to their country and say, look look what I saw, guys. Well, one of the memories is they've been to KSC, Visitor's Complex, before us. And then we hear, you know, 
their leaders that Karen's known for years, uh, you know, say the kids love this more than going to, KSC. Go to KSC. Yeah, they they're so intimate. You're so close. You can touch. You can feel. Mm-hmm. Now we're not doing the touchy feeling stuff, of course, in the pandemic, but. Uh, it is a you know, and they're they're you know you hear this Japanese language going on all over the place, and they usually eat here and all, and, right. and we've also had a group from Britain like that last year right. before well, the we pandemic. Have, uh, the and, C, uh, space education adventures from the UK, and these are college students who have to have certain grade level, uh, and they have to help raise their own money to bring themselves to the wow. to the US, and they'll go to. Uh, uh, Space Center and uh, some of the different NASA facilities, but they always come here and they'll spend a day here. And yeah. What we end up with is a lot of these uh, international groups will come and they will do a day of activity here in our conference room, uh, not just tour the museum, but they'll do uh, an emergency egress uh, project or they'll do a water filtration project. That's or, cool. Uh, one of our um, workshops that we do with the our local kids and they just have a blast it's it's we have we have such a good time if you have to build a little um index card carriage to take your golf ball down a wire guide wire (laughs) which is which is fishing line from the ceiling to the floor and so not, that's a learning experience and not too. kill your yeah. astronaut you know yeah your golf break ball the egg that sometimes they've used <laughs> an egg too right, right? Right? you're um, our, our our tightest full mr wizard <laughs> that's right <laughs> yes yes well i think i think kennedy space center and the american space museum are very complementary but at the same Definitely. time they're very different yes. mm-hmm. so if you know if you've been to kennedy please still come here and check it out. Um, it, it's a different experience. It really is. It's still space, but it's a different experience. And let's and, talk Let's talk about the, how you expand, that you have the Space View Park and the monuments that are dedicated. So let's talk about that, that you've got the, the monuments of Apollo, Gemini, uh, the shuttle experience, et cetera. And it's a great location to watch a launch. Oh, definitely. Like we did yesterday. Mm-hmm. So Space View Park uh, was part of the city's development uh, many years ago. Excuse me. And a local doctor had been out to Hollywood and saw the Walk of Fame, you know, with the stars of the Astro, of the, uh, and the sidewalk from, the, from Hollywood. So he comes back and goes to the city council and says we need to honor our space workers and do some kind of walk or something for that. So the, our city leaders decided to have a space view park and it was going to be a leisure park that would go and wrap around um, down there, uh, down at the Indian River, across from the uh, launch site. Mm-hmm. Well, we had we built the Mercury Monument, and we built the Gemini Monument, and then the property next to it was sold. So then we had to go uh, find another place. We went across the street. We did the uh, Apollo and the shuttle. What's really unique about it is that space workers can give us a donation of $100 and they will have their name inscribed with the company they worked for cool. or the program they were on. And this way for, you know, all through uh, the future, your great-grandchildren can come and see, oh, my grandfather worked yep. on the Mercury program and, and find their name and it's it's that's really honor cool. the space worker. It's recognition. So I that's how we got started. And the location is perfect. We're, I think it's between 11 and 13 miles straight across from uh, 30 
9A and B. So. And Mark had told me a story about that. And then uh, two weeks ago, I was with the Titusville Chamber, and we went out there and did a photo shoot over there. But there's two very famous names on that list that uh, might come from the movie world. Uh, Mark, from like the Apollo 13 movie, maybe. Yes. Uh, can, you, uh, can you tell our listeners? Because I think that's pretty cool that... Uh, Tom one of Hanks. my one of my favorite Tom actors Hanks is, is over there. there. So what a great actor, man! So yeah, how, how did that person. end up? That Tom Hanks ended up. Uh, there? She, Karen has to do that. I'm uh, Fred Hayes. Okay, who of course worked with them on the movie. Uh, we were talking with Charlie Mars, who is our chairman of the board, and they're very good. And friends. Fred Hayes was played by Bill Paxton, Bill Paxton. In, in Apollo mm-hmm. 13 right. too, which is a great so movie. So Fred uh, contacted Tom and said, "Look, they've got this great monument." And uh, I think it would be worthy that you would donate to it to help him help him build this monument. And he sent us five thousand dollars. That's wow. great. I just think that you know, if it's you're a, a visitor story. to the area yep. and you want to come over and see the the museum, it's 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 amazing. They have handprints there where people can put their hands to right. see how of, how big yeah. they are to the astronaut. But uh, seeing Tom Hanks's name on there was a pretty cool. Uh, thing that wasn't expecting to see on there and just that that he gave back after doing that movie um, it's the handprints are i love the handprints and you go there and you see everybody they always have to put their hand in there to see Mm -hmm. and they're amazed kind of really their hands are kind of small yeah everybody notices that that uh, we had neil and buzz and sally ride and and a couple others in the museum that we got to put back but they're over there at spaceview park the the sally ride isn't but uh yeah, you kind of notice these guys had kind of small hands, you know, but the smaller you were, the better you, right. you fit in that cramped uh, capsule. So six foot uh, five Pete couldn't... Uh, yeah, yeah. No, you wouldn't so. make it. In fact, yeah. in fact uh, we did a birthday of an yeah. uh, of, uh, uh, astronaut, and they called him Too Tall. He was okay. like six two. Okay, which yeah, is a little guy. That. <laughs> but one thing about Space View Park that is so cool, and I'll never forget the first time I saw it, and I'm living in Tennessee, and I, I interviewed Karen and then went over there, and I'm like going, when am I ever going to be back here again? You know, I got to take pictures like a vacationer, man. I'll never, I don't know when I'll ever be back here. Mm-hmm. We got the beautiful Mercury Monument, yeah. where uh, the the launches are watched. Our our, our self proclaimed rocket hobo, Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> does a little <laughs> countdown out there for everybody. Bless his heart, he's seventy and 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 gives a good little rundown for everybody out there, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the Gemini Monument uh, did sustain damage at Hurricane Irma almost three years ago and needs to be right. cleaned up a little bit. But there's a walkway that all the Gemini astronauts' hands in bronze are there. Yeah. And then the Apollo Gallery. And you read and you read and you read and you learn so much about the space program. The Apollo and shuttle centerpieces have all around them these brass relief uh, 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 sections that Sandy Storm was the artist that the did artist. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it tells the whole story of the Apollo from the assembly of it, of the, the manufacturing people to the landing. And there's a beautiful uh, life-size statue of President Kennedy there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, that Karen and I were talking about the other day. You can kind of start to get worn on his hands and where people are touching him. Right. Like okay. St. Peter's foot that I saw right, at Vatican yeah. <laughs> was just a gnarly thing and, from people right. touching it. But what's, what's nice about it is you stand in front of the Kennedy bust, and on the front of the panel, it talks about his, it gives his call to action to a nation to go to the moon. Very and cool. And then up uh, over his left shoulder, it says the dream, mm-hmm. and it starts showing. Um, Von Braun and and then my name Humboldt that hum- figured out the the flight path the flight path and 
uh, all of these different people who were uh, instrumental in the beginning, but each of the 12 panels is depicts a different stage in the story of the Apollo, uh, all the way to not just stepping on the moon with the one giant leap uh, across the bottom, yeah. working on the moon and um, coming home. And then over his right shoulder, it says, comes true. So if you look up and you start mm. the dream, and then as you walk all the way around, mm-hmm. it's cool. realized comes true. Comes true. Right. That's nice. That's well, it's a cool. beautiful. It's a beautiful park. Um, a great location to watch a, lo- uh, a rocket launch because you're right across from the VAB building and the launch pad. Yeah. So it's a great look, um, and it's a great tie-in um, again because you're going to Kennedy Space Center. You're going to come here to the museum. You get to go to Space View Park. The partnerships that you all have. So speaking of those partnerships, I know that you, uh, Mark, are president of the Museums of Brevard, which we affectionately call the mob. That's right. <laughs> That's so cool. The and it's a great tie-in <laughs> to put all the museums together so that if you visit one place, you want to go someplace else. So mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that because it's a great promo for our for our, the museums that we do have in Brevard County. It is, and uh, the mob uh, actually was started by Charlie Mars, our, and Karen had, it was involved in He has a in great name, by thing. the way. Yeah, I mean, Charlie Mars right? is our uh, godfather, I lovingly call him. He said he'd never killed anybody. <laughs> the guy from said, the mob is calling another man. <laughs> yeah, godfather. But I didn't go to one of the meetings, and then they elected me president. Okay, so. That's normally <laughs> how, happens, how it works. That's how it works. Actually, yeah. True. But uh, I'm a, uh, I just am a kind of facilitator type leader and love to delegate and just keep the, your fingers on the pulse, so to speak. And uh, there's 21 museums in Brevard County. Our long county is almost 70 miles wide. I, uh, long, I keep, you were talking about that the other day on a podcast. And so that's a challenging thing for clubs and everything to, you know, going that distance if you're at the north end like we are in Titusville. But um, we have, like our museum, uh, the pandemic has brought our museum staff closer together and made us more efficient, uh, uh, and the mob is coming together uh, that way too because we need to lean on each other. I have just simply sent the uh, Space Coast Tourism uh, uh, reports from uh, Peter Cranus and, and Charity Stewart there mm-hmm. uh, to keep them up to date on that. And uh, we're trying to, with these 21 museums, pair together the like ones to do things together or proximity. We're going to partner the American Space Museum with the American Police Museum and Warbirds Valiant Park is a three-way ticket okay. that, that'll have maybe a year expiration. And those on are both amazing like places right here. And right. Uh, there are six houses that are classic uh, houses uh classic is not the word they're historical houses and one's across the street the pritchard house from us yep and uh, uh there's a uh, green gables and the rossiter house and uh so all these houses are getting together and are inspired uh by my leadership i hope to uh have a christmas tour this year nice and uh, one cool. ticket but uh yeah this is uh, uh i i hope other organizations are experiencing uh, a silver lining like we are in the COVID world because definitely I've just tried to keep email contact with people that share what you're doing, who's open, who's not, or masks required. That's great. We're, we're doing temperatures and masks in us when we do open up, and everybody's got 
a more of a common bond uh, and, a, and a source where we can share what we're doing. And, and that's all I think, uh, uh, you know, uh, leadership is about is putting people in the right places and well, inspiring I think, them. I think they've got some good leadership with you. <clears throat> um, but before we close the show, I, we last week on our show, we posed some questions and we said if anybody had any questions that they could email in. So I would like to read these questions to you and uh, we'll go over them real quick. Um, but before I get to that, our show is geared towards people coming to the area and what they would like to see. So, Karen, you've been a long-time resident of this area. Mark, you're relatively new. Mm -hmm. But can you give me one or two things that you would suggest that somebody does if they come to the Space Coast? Like, what is a must-see? What is your favorite thing about the Space Coast? Outside, obviously, the... Uh, uh, obviously, they want to come here right. to the American Space okay. Museum. But right. yeah, one or two things that um, you know, you'd, you'd recommend somebody to see. Well, I love uh, Play Led to Beach. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That is, uh, well, that's where I grew up on Play Linda and, of course, Cocoa Beach. But uh, sea turtle nesting. Uh, yeah, I this time of year, too, is, is awesome. Is something that really would uh, need to do. And um, maybe over at the beach and having breakfast uh, mm -hmm. on the ocean. Uh, so cool you watch the sun come up. Doesn't get much better than some that. The sunrise. Some mimosas, maybe. Right, yeah. Spend the day. Uh, <laughs> and then end it. Just and, and doing the same thing, having a glass thing. of wine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> as the sun. Yes. How about you, Mark? I know, nice. you're, I know you're a, a space guy, and you know you like the astronomy. Well, but yes, in I'd, your free time. Well, I'd get you <laughs> off the planet by looking through my telescope, see, yeah. and then everything's good for an hour or so. As you're looking at the moon, you're off the planet, all your carefrees, and we're going to be doing that a lot this fall right. with uh, Mars and Jupiter up there. But I always tell people about my one of my favorite places is the White Sands Buddhist Temple. Right. Yeah, we in, talked in, about that last week. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have to check that out. And, uh, uh, you know, the older you get, the more you need to center yourself, I think, about, you know, where you're at and what you want to do. And, and uh, you know, there's not a lot of gray hair in this room as I look around everybody, so <laughs> I've got most of it. And I just love going there and just, just, just walking the park. It's and beautiful. It's an awesome facility. Very and and cool. why in the world is it there? <laughs> I asked, and because uh, they have a sixty-foot Buddha, and this Buddhist was the first one, and uh, it's really a cool place. But it's there because the land was cheap, <laughs> and most yeah. of these, okay. you know, and you have to be a Buddhist or anything like that. I'm not not talking about a religion. I'm just talking about a beautiful park, unusual setting. Uh, you can clear your head there. Ten minutes from our museum, I've gone up there in the afternoon just to. Kind of start my day over. That's right. Keep going. right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> it is. It's beautiful. Uh, the the other more logical thing would be if you're a veteran and have not been to the Veterans Memorial Museum yep. in Merritt Island, uh, go today. Yeah, it's great. Uh, they have got a lot of stuff, and and we've donated a few things to them there too. Okay. Uh, but that's also uh, a work in progress with a lot of things. So. Right. Good, good recommendation. Go. Thank okay. you very so now, much. So now some questions come in. Uh, this one is from Steve, who said he was in Dover, Delaware, <laughs> listening to our show. So hello to Steve. Oh, uh, wow. For hello, both Steve. Karen and Mark, um, of all your years of watching launches, which one is the most memorable that you have seen live? Uh, the Apollo were the most memorable for me. Wow. Uh, yeah. Usually a night launch, and it was... Um, I was a kid, and I think yeah. I don't remember which one it was, but we had decided to climb up on the roof to watch because I just lived across the US one. So there's about three or four of us that got on our roof, and as the rocket launched and that rumble came across, uh, back then your windows would break, you would, um, it, it literally shook you I to bet. the core. 
and it literally was shaking us off the roof. We didn't see the launch because we were grappling not to land on the on the ground. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we were sliding down the roof because of the rumble. The, yeah, and, the yeah. vibration. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Wow. That's the best. Yeah. How about you, Mark? Do you have one that sticks out? I mean, I know every launch well, is amazing. Well, I've been here three years, or years, they say, in, in uh, the Appalachians where I live 35 years. Um, I'd say the last one, okay? Uh, okay, yeah. I've seen about, not quite 40, but who's counting, you yeah. know, in mm-hmm. three years. But uh, the the Falcon Heavies were pretty cool to see them. Watching those come back yeah, down, and too. Watching yeah. the two really uh, come back down there. And uh, so good question for our friend in Dover where I photographed NASCAR a couple years. Oh, at uh, the as Dover a photographer that, yeah. At the Dover racetrack okay. there, yeah. So, that launch yesterday was not a heavy, but man, that thing shook like it did. Wow, right? I said, yeah, it had four normal. solid rocket boosters on it. That was the difference, uh, and why you can see it when you see <laughs> the trail going all the way up. Those are yeah. basically pop bottle rockets that are making that. Cool. And that Very that cool. rumble lasted like it four did, did. four minutes. I mean, I kept my video on doing it, and I was going, "This is lasting a long time." I got to mention this that I would said the man launched of of uh, SpaceX, uh, but they scrubbed it and then went the next day. And that next day was when Chuck and I were doing the auction. Right. So oh. we were, right. uh, and we were so funny about that because we didn't even want to know what was going on. We right. were kind of inside of us. So oh, I can't believe we're doing this, but we need to do this because it was an awesome auction for yeah. us. Yeah, cool. All right, so another question from Jonathan. It says, we love, Mark, this is for Mark. Uh, we love your Stay Curious videos. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you for doing those because I watched them with my daughter. I'd love to see you feature more women in space. Okay. I guess that's just a comment, you know, but, well, uh, you know, they like that. So we can do that. In fact, my, my production uh, assistant, Marty Winkle, who worked on the Apollo and shuttle programs, uh, he came up with an idea when we're stuck for an idea. Is let's just feature an astronaut uh, a little bit about them. And I'll certainly do that. There's some notable, amazing women uh, uh, that will take that suggestion to heart. Thank you. Okay. Awesome. And then uh, two two more real quick. Uh, this one is from Sarah in New Brunswick. So I don't know if that's Canada, <laughs> but that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for Karen. She says, in all your years at the American Space Museum, do you have one thing that you are the most proud of? You've done a lot. Wow. Um, I'm really proud of the crew that we've got, the people that we work with, their passion. Um, we've, we're taking this museum now to the next level. Um, the displays, the galleries are becoming more professional, more polished, and I could, none of that could have been done without without a great crew. Very awesome. cool. And then this last one is actually for Bonnie from Uh-oh. Jennifer, and she says, you are doing a great job with the podcast. Congratulations. Oh, well, thank you <laughs> so very much. Bonnie I appreciate that. Bonnie has a lot that. of fans, I guess, uh, That's there, nice. So. Thank you. <laughs> well, very cool. Well, thank you guys again for writing in. Um, next week, we are going to be having Jennifer Sugarman from the Cocoa Beach Chamber. So, uh, John, what's that email address again if we want people to write in and ask any questions pertaining to Cocoa Beach for next week's episode? Please uh, you send your questions, inquiries to info at beldencommunications.com, B-E-L-D-E-N, communications.com. And uh, just like we did this week, we will make sure to read a few of those on the next segment. So, please. And having Jennifer, Jennifer Sugarman with the Chamber, they have their own um, CVB, Convention and Visitors Bureau, where they do tourism. So um, they promote the tourism in the Cocoa Beach area. So it'll be interesting to talk about what they have to offer. Because it's very interesting. You know, we are so long, 70s, you know, 72 miles long. Um, and there's so much to do. Look how much time we've spent in Titusville alone yeah. with the attractions here. Yep. There is so much. So you can spend all the time here in Titusville. Then you got the Cocoa Beach area and the Melbourne. And because of this podcast, we're going to be able, 
Absolutely. We're going to be able to go down all these, you know, go down the coast of the Space Coast and be able to talk about the different attractions and encourage our visitors to come. And what's really great about having both of you here today, which has been wonderful, is that when the visitor comes, they're going to be able to know who you are and maybe get to meet you as well. So thank you for the time that you uh, you gave us today. Yes. Oh, well, thank, thank you, you so much. Coming. And guys, if you want to check it out, uh, it's the American or AmericanSpaceMuseum.org. You can check out their website. Again, I, I suggest you go back and look at those past auctions. You'll see some stuff that was absolutely amazing. And check your garages and check yeah. your house. Yeah, I know. Clearly, <laughs> there might be $30,000 <laughs> right. worth of a book sitting I'm in there right. somewhere. Right now, I'm going to look. This is great. <laughs> but, but again, uh, I, I personally, I love the museum. Thank you guys so much for all you've done for my family and I. Um, it's a great place. If you're here in Titusville, you know, when, when we get back open, um, make sure you stop in because they have some amazing things here and it's a great memory. Show so, them some love. Thank you again uh, for joining us. And again, next week we'll have Jennifer Sugarman from Cocoa Beach and we're looking forward to talking to her. Great. We'll see you next week. Have a good Thank day. You Thank you all. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the 321 Liftoff Podcast. I'm Promo Pete and thank you again, Bonnie King. We had a great episode. Be sure to check us out every week. And if you want more information, visit SpaceCoastFunGuide.com or BuildingCommunications.com for everything that we're doing in the area. You can also check out our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash SpaceCoastFunGuide for all the entertaining things to do in our area. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, take care.